everything's changing so fast these days, and that's a great thing. I mean, back in my day, we were lucky if we could get one video to load on our desktop computer. But now, there's the Xfinity 10G network. That means the fastest internet, with faster speeds rolling out every day. And internet that can power a house full of devices at once with ultra-low lag. So, while one person streams a movie from their room, another can play video games in the basement, while another TikToks in the kitchen. It's the next-generation 10G network, only from Xfinity. The future starts now. Restrictions apply. Actual speeds vary and not guaranteed. When you're constantly on the move, it's not just pits that break a sweat. From your armpits to your thighs and everywhere in between, new whole body deodorant cream and sticks from Shea Moisture are your secret weapon to staying fresh and confident all day long. Made from melanin-rich skin and packed with plant-based goodness, embrace a new era of freshness with whole body and stick deodorants from Shea Moisture. Find them at your nearest Walmart and walmart.com. And when you do, your whole body's covered. Welcome to the friends. Every time I'm in the zone. My name is Dustin. I'm Francesca, also known as Hey Friend Hey. My name is Asante. This is the friend zone. Let's start the show. I'm in the zone. Quang, quang, quang. Quang, 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 quang. Quang, 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 quang. Breaking news. Breaking news. All right, now y'all know what that means. <laughs> y'all know damn well what that means. That means something just went down. Okay, that means Uh-oh. something happened that we got to talk about. We got to talk about it right now. Ooh, <laughs> Earlier today, a clip was released, right? First, I guess we can welcome everybody now. Fuck it. Welcome to the friends on you. We can look at all things mental health, mental health. It must be serious. Okay. Who the hell wants a musty brain? Not none of us, right? It is very serious. This is something that. Is this is something that is <laughs> a world crisis. It is something that really it's time for us all to be on the same team for once when it oh comes boy. to this issue. And I want to talk about go. it. I never know where we're about to go. Um, today, today, on today, okay, Tuesday, August mm-hmm. 2nd, the clip was released from an upcoming episode of uh Drink Champs where Irv Gotti, <laughs> the owner of. <laughs> No, you didn't. Oh, <laughs> I knew it. I knew like, it. I, just, I thought it was going to be a housewife. You just <laughs> never know. Or Irv you Gotti, so ridiculous. the owner of Murder, Inc., was being interviewed, and he then said that when mm-hmm. Nelly and Ashanti's relationship went public, he was actually in love with Ashanti. Let's take a listen to what he actually had to say, and then let's discuss. <laughs> it's breaking news. I'm so mad at you. It's breaking news, y'all. I can get past you wanting to be with Nelly. Sounds like you didn't get past that. I'm just being honest. <laughs> listen, listen. At the time Bro. it happens, any man, yeah, of course, is you is her. Yeah, the chick you fucking are in love with is with this nigga. Country grandma. You wanna you wanna hear how I found country out? Country grandma. How you found out? <laughs> yeah, only, only on drink chat. This on the documentary too. Yeah, so yeah. How did you find out, sir? I was at home. Uh-huh. And there wasn't no Twitter or Instagram back then. I was at home. Okay. Listen to this shit. This is God wanted me to find out. I was at home. NBA package. I like watching sports. Oh my God, what's oh. this commotion going on in the stadium? Mm. 
We just found out what the commotion is. Nelly has walked in with the Shanti. <laughs> so that's gangsters fuck. Shout out to Ashanti. Big Ashanti, baby. I ain't mad okay. at it. Okay. She said, no, nah, baby. At <laughs> okay, for real. I ain't mad at you. So apparently, Irv Gotti was at home. Did he ask his wife how she felt about? I was Ashanti. just finna say, <laughs> where, was they in the family room? Thank you, Fred. Okay. Come on into the mess Questions with me. Then need yeah. answers. QTNMFA. How you gonna say you was at the crib? The fuck? Watching the game and watch the woman you was in love with. There was a commotion in the, in the arena. We found what the commotion was. Nelly just walked in with a shot. And you in your feelings about it. So much so that how many years later has this been? Because that had to be 15 years ago. Okay. Because Nelly least. and Ashanti ain't been together in about the last five years, <laughs> six years. Longer. Six yeah. years. And they were in a relationship for several years. So this had to be a long time ago. And you're talking about it now. Now, I, we do know that there's a documentary about Murder Inc. coming out on BET. Oh, uh, so shit. this is like. Promo. So I think he, we yeah, get that. I think it's like promo, but still though. It's, no, it's but he's still he still look a little hurt in the face though. That's what Nori's saying. You you look like you're not over it though. He, yeah, he look like he's not <laughs> over it. Now Ashanti do seem like the type of person that you know. She said it. She got a song about it. I got that good, good. I got that hey. good, good. She got a song hey. about it. So you know that's some stick and stay. You know what I'm saying? That's what I like to call that stick, stick and, and stay. stay. But um, you know. I just thought that we needed to discuss that because that's important to the culture. They really was fucking around. Can you believe that? Or maybe they weren't because Ashanti ain't said shit. All we know is he was in love with her. Were they together? Were they not together? Was it just an emotional affair on his behalf? Were him and I Ashanti, hated Chatty Patty. Especially when it's a nickel. Okay? Like, God damn, you ain't heard me say a thing. <laughs> Especially Shit. when it's a nickel. You ain't heard me say nothing, so shut up. I hate that too, friend. We know what happened. So, you know what I'm saying? But that's what happens when Ashanti, dating Ashanti or being with Ashanti would have made him look better. And you could take that literally, figuratively, however you want to. And I think that that is part of the appeal, even still, to him this day, at this day. That's crazy to me. So we just had to talk about it. We had to dish. And she's still, she's still beautiful. She's actually Fine. more beautiful, in my mm-hmm. opinion. More beautiful. She's, she's Asian, going this like, way. Fine wine. He's mm-hmm. going this way. You know, <laughs> there's been an ascent and a descent. I didn't say it. What about his bank account? We all saw it. I'm Earth Gotti be broken shit sometimes. And you know what else has happened that I think he may even be a little bit butthurt about? Recently, a in her most recent, I should say, appearance on the Breakfast Breakfast Club. Um, Ashanti was talking about how she was re-recording her masters or whatever from her first because it's mm. been 20 years and you know, she outlived the whatever the situation and so now they won't get any money from like her streaming anything like that she doesn't you oh, know shit. she's getting all her shit now and I think he was a little upset about that and her and Ja Rule had both spoken about that about how she was old that at this point or whatever they've been you know spoken publicly about it so i think there may be a right. little bit of that butt hurtness in there in addition to mm-hmm. you know some nigga stole my girl in addition to i don't going to be married anyway i really would rather be with her in addition to i ain't never going to be with her no way this is really it the end michael jackson this is it you know what i'm saying <laughs> so what happened to sh- what happened to shame you know you are there some l's you should just like 
everything content. You God asked that so earnestly and true. You know, like, <laughs> I believe shame is good. Not I do believe there's a, a such thing as a stupid question. You know, it's a lot of things we can debunk <laughs> right now because we do need a return to shame. Some motherfuckers, you need to just a look at them and they to need shame. to feel that. You know what I'm saying? There's, a, there's the name it. of the episode already. A, a return, return to, to shame. shame. Let, me, let me text y'all that so I remember. <laughs> and the fact that I, it's my episode that we're calling <laughs> a return to shame. You inspired it right at the top of the A perfect. return to shame. Sent the text. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so with that being said, I guess it's time to get into this week's black business. Huh? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Dustin mm-hmm. Ross. So remember that... Um, I mentioned that we had put out an ask on the friend zone Twitter asking our listeners to let us know about black businesses that they thought we should highlight. It ended up creating an incredible thread (laughs) of hundreds of businesses. Thank y'all so much because we can literally tap into your favorite businesses, Damien, for the rest of the year now. So if you are aware of the thread, maybe I'll, you know, repost it just so that it can get back in people's awareness so that you can continue to add to it. I think it's it's cool. Obviously, we'll continue highlighting businesses that we know of and want but it's nice to include the listeners in that as well so this week is a listener suggestion black gay right black gay vegan on twitter love the name put us on (laughs) no you (laughs) put us on to a company by the name of herb and eden and it is a natural soap company. Do y'all ever use natural soaps? I sh- I'm probably asking maybe. the wrong two people. I don't know if, if it says it maybe, <laughs> I already but I'm saw just Dustin's never really lip sure. twist up. <laughs> I need, you know, some stuff you got to take action on. What makes it natural? You need the, 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 the chemicals. You need, you need, I need a little aluminum <laughs> under my arms. You know what I'm saying? I'm 6'1 and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, you know. What what makes the soap natural? They actually explain it. If you look at it, it doesn't have a lot of the fragrances that Mm. most of these soaps put. And those fragrances can cause a lot of irritations and allergies Mm. in people's skins as well as. um, And I know people are, you know, will debate the the parabens and phthalates. I know that that's debatable because some people feel like they're chemicals that are needed, you know, mm-hmm. like chemicals that are actually useful, mm-hmm. chemicals that are actually useful, but then people that prefer their uh, products a little more natural, they're going to want to get rid of everything and keep it as natural as possible without, you know, making the product, without making sure that the product uh I can't speak English today. That's making okay. sure that the product is still healthy and can be used. This is making me think of the pink sauce lady. The FDA. <laughs> why do I need the FDA? <laughs> How natural are we going to go? Y'all might as well just throw some water in the cracky ass and keep it moving. <laughs> and it's going natural. You know what I'm saying? Oh, like, my God. <laughs> so, <laughs> Some of y'all need company, them two bins and parabens. <laughs> need I them two bins. <laughs> I personally love... <laughs> It just hit you, friend. I hate you so. I personally love natural soaps. I've never mm-hmm. had a complaint. Mm-hmm. I never. You always, always smell good. Thank you, brother. Always, Thank yeah. you. Y'all would be the first to, to be the witnesses and, the and to testimonials. I write you. I pass you a note, <laughs> friend. Like India said about uh, on the live stream when she was passing notes to her phone. Yeah. <laughs> Dustin said, Fran, you stink. 
no, whenever y'all meet me, the first compliment is how good I smell. So let yes. that be proved. But this company is actually really, really cute. It's a married couple that started an internship at a farm, Asante, in Atlanta called hey. Urban Sprouts Farm. Come okay. On, Come on. And through that, that internship, they, uh-huh, now that I see you start clicking yeah, you now. See me clicking now. <laughs> That's all it took. Um, they, through that internship, they got immersed in farmer's market culture, obviously, because I'm sure that's a big part of the business model of these farms. And through that farmer's market culture, they felt really called to the sections that were uh, selling the natural soaps. And they just felt really drawn to it, the craft of it, the process of it. They started kind of playing around with their own, uh, mixing in their own oils and herbs and just got really curious about it and then decided that that would be their focus within this farming lifestyle. And from that, that's where herbs in Herb and Eden, spelled H-E-R-B apostrophe N, E-D-E-N, stemmed from. And they it says on the website, urbaneden.com, it says, um, from the first batch of handmade botanical soap, their true calling was revealed. Their ability to add herbs and plant oils to soap was an even greater revelation. And from there, they were inspired to dive into the world of soap making and skincare. I love it. I'm trying to see, right? And I like it's, um, isn't it? And also, just like, I'm gonna pull up some of the. Like they have rosewood, cypress, and spruce. They have tea tree and turmeric, vanilla, citrus. You can get a bundle of five bars for $25. They have activated charcoal, oatmeal, honey, lemongrass, and patchouli, mm-hmm. um, grapefruit and Himalayan pink salt. So a lot of really interesting for mixtures. Pink sauce. Pink salt. You were trying to skip it. <laughs> <Pink> salt. <laughs> trying to skip that 420 no soap, huh? Soap. It did look you like that. You saw soap. me go around it. Uh-huh. <laughs> But it's dope because if you click on the different uh, options they have, it'll also break down the benefits of those particular mixtures. And then you see all the customer reviews. They have almost 5,000 reviews with a 4.8 rating. I was just looking at that. Which is pretty damn impressive. Mm. I mean, who going to take the time to put up 5,000 reviews? That seems legit to me. I love that it's a young black couple that's creating this company together. Um, I'm trying to see if there was anything else. Oh, here's the the mission statement, because I know Asante was asking. Um, They said their mission was to create holistic bath and body products that help maintain our skin health. Our products are made with botanical ingredients that are known to do just that. We strive to empower others with an alternative to commercial brands that we grew up on. (laughs) Since our products are handmade, each one is fresh and unique. All our products are plant-based handcrafted and non-toxic and very self-healing for your body and your skin. And I love that it ends with let your soap be your medicine and your medicine be your soap. Super cute. You know what? That's also a a read. You know what I'm saying? You tell a motherfucker, you know what? Let your soap be your medicine and your medicine be your soap. (laughs) You would take that. (laughs) I like that. I like that. (laughs) <laughs> they also have a subscription service, which I think is a really cool model where if it's something that, you know, you use regularly instead of having to re-up every couple of weeks, you can put in your your uh, time frame and they'll mm-hmm. adjust with a customized subscription service. So oh, I see they also have skin um, and body oils as well. Oh, they have beard oils, too. Yes. Yeah, so and a couple a cool, of different accessories. Yeah, they have washcloths, a wooden soap dish, yeah, sea sponge, 
exfoliating um rounds so definitely check them out support them thank you so much to black a vegan black a vegan actually said they've been using (laughs) try to say that five times fast they said they've been using this for five years uh and co-sign it to the fullest so thank you so much for putting that in our awareness herb and eden that's h-e-r-b-n-e-d-e-n.com and that's the black business of the week it's also some cute twins names, Urban Eden. <laughs> like a boy and a girl, <laughs> Urban Eden. That's you dope. name a child Herb? Hell yeah. A little baby you look in the face and say your name is Herb. Herb. I think it's chic. <laughs> That's what I said. Hell yeah. <laughs> it's chic. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> chic. <laughs> so definitely support them. And now let's move on to the recap segment. Last week's episode title, You Mailing Milk. Thank you, Dustin Ross. <laughs> that, uh, that's <laughs> Tiffany. That came from the Budget Nista. Remember? I thought that yes. was you. <laughs> the Budget Nista said that. He shot out to the Budget Nista. Yes. Not him throwing it on Tiffany. <laughs> so, Tiffany, the Budget Nista Aliche stopped by the hot button. We talked the looming recession, inflation versus price gouging, the do's and don'ts during an economic downturn wills and trusts and how to manage your grief while handling the finances of a loved one who has passed. It was an incredible episode. I said on Twitter, even before we made it go live, that it was in my personal top three. Absolutely. And it ain't number two or three. It's a great episode. It just had a little bit of everything that we love. And as always, those of you listening had a lot to say. Who stood out to you, Asante? I was out in those SoundCloud streets. I want (laughs) to shout out Fixzo, F-I-X-Z-O. Um, their comment says, this episode was amazing. So informative, especially with all that has to be done in the midst of grief. Cried my eyes out when Tiff was talking about her husband with so much life and zeal. Oh, man. From Johannesburg, South Africa, lots of love. And then I also wow. want to give a shout out to Aspen, because Aspen is out no SoundCloud hey, Street. Aspen. Hey, Aspen. Um, I love Aspen's comments. I love her comments because she just be like hey, live. She be live commenting, so there's like all these smart. Yeah, her. so it makes it fun because I like, love shoot you watching her Tiffany. get to the different parts of the episode. <laughs> right. Um, I love that she said, "Yep, I have a an accordion folder with my social security card, birth certificate, medical records, all of that, and I've been looking into wow. getting a fireproof bag because I do I live in dope. California where there are a lot of wildfires. I have always kept." a random like stash of my personal documents because I remember my mom having like seven different types. Like it was either a, an accordion file, a file cabinet. It was mm-hmm. always something that had all of our my important documents too. in it. So like, yeah. because of that, I have like a bin for that. I have like several different items and I should just put them in one big thing. Like she eventually did, or even some smart, like what Tiffany got. Okay. But uh, that's what I found <laughs> out there in them streets. friend. What did you find out there in them uh, pearly gates? Probably, huh? I sure the, did. The I stopped into our, <laughs> our gated. Well, not the pearly gates. Yeah, that's why I said gated. Right. Right. I, was like, well, I didn't go dad, there this weekend. I put the <laughs> cart before the horse here. <laughs> <laughs> that's a different gate, child. So, Cursely Valerio in Patreon said, Wow, all time best episode ever. Ooh, highest compliment. Beautiful, intellectual, educational, and healing. Thank you for this. That's such an honor to hear, especially seven years in the game, (laughs) that y'all still feel that strongly connected to our work. So thank you so much. And I have to thank Tiffany, because like she mentioned on the episode, when she heard the grief episode we had done with Kia, 
it inspired her to reach out. And she really put that into my awareness because she was like, let's talk about the financial aspect of grief. And I was like, I never would have considered that. So please, can we, you know, brilliant, just something I just wouldn't have thought of. And of course, the beauty of a guest like Tiffany is she's so self-led. So while we did flesh out the topics that we were going to touch on, like inflation, recession, gouging, grief, you saw she came with her notes mm-hmm. <laughs> and was just, you know, ready to go, totally self-led. And that is literally a dream guest. So yes. while obviously we facilitated the platform, she takes full credit for just how incredible she is. And thank you for even reaching out and wanting to talk on our show. That's always a pleasure. She really is like one of my favorite guests yes. that we have. I love and clearly her. our listeners feel the same way, right? She's so bomb. Tiffany's we amazing. love you, Tiffany. Thank you for your vulnerability, your honesty, and, and the education that you continuously share with us. Dustin so Ross, grateful. what what did you find in the Twitter streets? I won't keep talking about Tiffany. <laughs> that was so genuine. <laughs> I love me some Tiffany. Shit, I right? love the budget. I mean, I love seriously. The yes. Anyway. Truly, truly. Okay, now we can move on. <laughs> So <laughs> I was Let in the it Twitter be known. Street. Yeah, because we're talking about <laughs> Tiffany. Okay, that's it. When we talk about Tiffany, I'm going to be 10 toes on Tiffany. Okay, that's it. Now, the Take one a drink I'm, every time we said Tiffany's name. Tiffany, okay? <laughs> Hopefully, you're drinking out of Tiffany glass, maybe a flute. Ooh. You know what I'm saying? Crystal. Okay. Crying. Anywho, there's a tweet I want to talk about from a, a, a Twitter user named Wave Montega spelled as it sounds um, Clavis who said what's the African dance where you pick up the phone and hang up the phone and pick it up again <laughs> now if what? you have ever been to a party where they play Afro beats if you've ever been to <laughs> an everyday people party in New York if you've ever been not to, me trying to do it I'm like you know what I'm talking about they'd be like is it that you one? know what I'm talking <laughs> look hold on <laughs> damn I just not uh, us trying to do it I just lost the damn tweet. I pressed uh, like and removed it because there was a tweet that came after it that oh, people were obviously shoot. posting videos of right, the tweet. Right, they were right. responding with videos of them doing the dance. So anyway, you can look that up. I gave you what you need. Talk well, about. you know what? We'll find it and add it into this. We so definitely no will find it. it. We definitely will find it and add it into it. Um, I also want to give a shout out to, believe it or not, Craig David, y'all. What you mean, oh. believe it or not? What? Craig David, right? Why did you, you know, say that? Because, <laughs> his mention is random. <laughs> his, his mention is random. Just, you be talking. You be talking about Craig David a lot. I mean, not a lot. Do he come but, up a lot in your con- Do he come up I mean, regularly in in your conversations? Because he I don't in his mind. Please, you know what? Please, so, hey, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> re, re, I saw him on Love Island personally. <laughs> like, he was on Love. He did Love Island, <laughs> didn't he? Asante, Craig David, back me up on. I, I didn't see that. He was he can't he didn't do it like a contestant. He I like came like he and like performed for them or something. Yeah, like, like he came and like <laughs> I think. Oh, you know what? I might be. Well, listen, the gigs are gigging. <laughs> if that is what happened, shout out to his manager and team because that you getting is. Craig David to appear mm-hmm. on your show in 2022. <laughs> hey, you that's a badass team. And it also, was Love Island UK. Love Island oh, okay. UK. Oh, well, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. exactly. Yeah. So you know, so he's reference. DJing, y'all. 
Craig David is DJing, Good. and during his DJ sets, he's also singing like while he DJs. Oh, that's fire! So fire, right? And I want y'all to see this little clip where he played "Break My Soul" over this beat instead of singing. So yeah, dope, right? yeah. so that's, that's really wanted... dope, actually. That's a dope element to add to DJing if you can sing. Fire. It's like you're you a double threat, shit. You know, without being annoying though, because I know people still want to hear the song, right. but he'll know. Right. You gotta be intuitive. Right. You, <laughs> you gonna make know. me go back and watch him on Love Island? <laughs> like, I, did you see it? Or am I making that like, up? No, you, you know. He, so apparently, Is that one of them published his clearinghouse things. <laughs> <laughs> Is this a Mandela effect? Tell <laughs> no, me now. friend, you're you're spot on. He came to perform. Remember, you know, at the villa. So apparently, he, he appeared on Love Island 2019, and he performed uh, whatever his latest his latest single at the time was. You know See? what? He was a fan I of the big it. TV show and already filmed scene, scenes at a bash for the Islanders. So yeah, he and, and a, let me tell you, they went crazy when they saw him. Okay, they yes, all apparently ran somebody out like, cried. Oh I was I'm reading up on mm-hmm. all this stuff. I'm, I'm gonna have to up again watch this. Don't play with him, okay. Dustin. Oh baby, baby. <laughs> Oh, baby, baby. Oh, Craig David. You won't break my soul. Craig David ain't finna break my soul. I don't give a fuck. You ever, I ain't never fought nobody with a British accent. That's what he's singing to you. I ain't never fought nobody with a British accent, but don't think I won't turn them, them album crates over on that stage. It'll be DJ equipment everywhere fucking with me, goddamn. Unplugged shit. Fires. Gonna stay, wire fires and shit. We gonna tear that stage oh, up. Shit. Believe it or you not. You got me tears. <laughs> Now, the last fucking thing I want to talk about, okay? The last, a the transition. Last I have. A this transition. right here, I am so happy about. It made me feel so good to see, and I just want to give some love. Shout out to motherfucking T.S. Madison, who mm. is on Beyonce's new album. Beyonce sampled and used a clip on Cozy of T.S. Uh-huh. Madison. She was offering commentary in one of her videos from a couple years ago. And she was talking about uh, her love for being black, her love for her blackness. And she was like, oh, light shit. skin, dark skin, every persuasion, bitch, I'm black. Like she was, uh, <laughs> like she, that's what she said. I and didn't realize that was T.S. That's T.S. Madison. That's on Cozy. Fire. That is her. Congratulations. So shout out to T.S. Madison. And she said, yes. Beyonce dropped that bag on that. They took care of her. Ooh, Hell ooh. yeah. She said she's been keeping it a secret for like almost a year now. So it just feels good to see somebody that you feel like deserves it. Hell yeah. (laughs) yeah. But it's a a good one because once it's fucking out that you're on Beyonce's album, exactly. Hello Kitty, good night, cat. So uh, <laughs> that's a Damn, just I want to name the episode that. <laughs> yeah. said that in a minute. Wow, I missed that one. Okay. <laughs> All right, which one do we do? Hello Kitty, good night, cat, or the return of shame? Hello Kitty, good night, cat. Okay. Yeah. That's it. Let me switch that. That means you really socked it to their ass. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's what that means. That that is emphasis. And I love that. <laughs> so shout out to T.S. Madison. Hell shout yes, out. T.S. Madison. Mm-hmm, that's well, it. While, while y'all taking a moment, I just would like to let everyone know that if you don't follow me on Twitter or Instagram, please follow me. I have a very special something that will be happening on this Sunday. So follow my social Ooh. media. 
and um, mm-hmm. that that's just the best way to stay. Wait, you can't say what it is. Is it under embargo? No, it's not. I, you know, or I you just, just want to surprise people. I just want to surprise. Too late. People. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just want to surprise people. You know, okay. if, you know, friend. I've learned to be like you, and you know, wait till everything is done, done. So I just want to wait till everything yeah, is I'll done, wait till done. Contracts are signed. <laughs> so once everything is done, done, we will, you know, catch it on social media. We can talk about it next week, and then congratulations in advance. Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you both. Just, just, just hold. Uh, I gotta get on the air no, you no, don't you need don't. no motherfucking air. I gotta give me an air horn. You know, I'm telling you, I'm getting one. Very fastly, Please, can I just thank the Lord Heaven? Because last night there was a fire truck like on the block over from me and it was so loud. I was like, you know what, God? I will take this fire truck tonight because I went this entire summer and fireworks happened, but it didn't happen annoyingly the entire mm-hmm. time all summer. So I just want to thank God for me having the most peaceful summer that I had in New York in a, in long, a long time. time. That's true. Like, even on 4th of July, I felt like they didn't really go hard like they usually do. I felt like they started a little bit around Juneteenth, uh, hit it around 4th of July for a little bit, and then maybe a week or two later, they was actually tired. And I was like, really? Oh, okay. Well, I'm not going to test Limited it. funds this year. Limited hey, well, funds. If that's what it takes. <laughs> Everything's so. inflated. Okay. Well, I, I, I might need inflation to keep inflating if that's what it's going to because them fireworks, <laughs> goddamn. Me and Mandy was walking one time like uh, about a month ago. This dude literally put uh, the, the poppers in the middle of the them poppers the sparklers Ooh. or whatever it was in the middle Hold of the street and so me and mandy i didn't know what the fuck the box was she was like it's the damn <laughs> <laughs> no i'm just kidding uh he put the box in the middle of the street and then mandy starts away. running she's like oh bitch Ooh. we gotta go and i was like what she's like he finna pop them fireworks and i started running where and she was right i was like i've never been that close to the nigga it was like a box of some oh, shit hell. i was like that i don't know what the dangerous. fuck this, this is what i'm saying so you know mandy part white i always say if i see a white person running i'm probably gonna run with them because unless they look like they running by themselves to the danger like you gotta like and try to figure out which way to go but this time mandy was right we was like running away from it but yeah fireworks thank you for not killing me this summer in any form or fashion they will tear your <laughs> ass up you saw what happened to little dirk on stage this week right no. oh yeah um, one of the pyrotechnics on his stage um set exploded in his face in and his he's, face bro. he's covered in bandages like his whole eye and shit and he said he was taking a break uh, oh my <laughs> i bet God. you are that's scary as hell i hope his eye is okay because i can imagine what that type of oof like Mm -hmm. if it's a burn you know oh my goodness and you know your eye tissue is just so sensitive and soft anyway right and internally wow so prayers up and speaking of eyes before we get started because this i thought about you friend when i saw this you know how Mm -hmm. randomly you get those tweets that are promoted or whatever that come up in your feed yeah. This one was like some about Random up close asking. on animals or some shit. And it was a close up of a crocodile's eyeball. And that made you think of me? I'm about to tell you why. <laughs> <laughs> because what did I what did I tell you that them aliens be having on their eyeballs and shit and animals and shit, that oh slime, slimy ass eyeball. Oh the my film. god. When I tell you the crocodile, <laughs> when a crocodile blinks, not only do they have the eyelid on top and bottom. Oh, stop. But it's another, it's another piece that's thin like this that slides across. And when I tell you it had that thick, it looked like y'all know what it looked like. (laughs) Another firework. (laughs) 
And so I just was like, wow, like this is so fucking gross, but they still make nice shoes and bags and shit. So I don't know. I'm done. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait. And I got to tell y'all. Um, oh, so I spent my weekend in Oakland. Shout out to Haas. Hey, uh, hey Better known as Miriam. Uh, Shirley, my best friend, all my babies out there, my like little nephews and nieces. And then um, when I flew back to Portland, guess who's here for the week? Who there? Claude Kelly. Hey! Hey, hey Claude! Isn't that so the sweet? That's why, I have this, that's why I have this t-shirt because where else would I have gotten a dispensary t-shirt? He had to make a stop, yes, obviously. Quick stop. I yes. was like, let me get some merch while I wait. That's my guy. That's right. <laughs> but we've been having a blast. You know what's really cool? Like now that I'm the friend that lives out here, so people are starting to come to visit because I'm more settled in with the house. Yeah. And it's so fun to see people normally think this was like the most random ass place I could have picked to move. And then once they come here, they're like, yo, I fucking get it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I get it. He has been so happy. He was like, he's he, the food mm-hmm. is next level. The, the way the air smells, mm-hmm. just walking through the neighborhoods. Like when we were walking and I was showing him to a couple, you know, showing him a couple of my spots and places and just admiring what the neighborhood is like and the trees and the flowers. And he's just like, this is some storybook shit. Like, of course you live here. And even my house, the way I have it decorated. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I had, you know, my hammock and the wind chimes and the bird feeders. He's like, you're like a Disney character, bro. <laughs> I love it. And it made me so happy just for like people to really, really be here and gain a, a clearer picture of why I made this move. And especially someone like him that he knows me since I was 13, 14 and what my lifestyle was like then yeah. <laughs> and throughout the years for me to have ended up here. So just a really cool fit. I really can't wait for y'all to come visit. I can't wait to come visit either. And, and uh, That is going to be so much fun with I y'all. I want to see the like, birds and smell the air and shit too. I'm <laughs> okay. I was about to say, friend, you finna do a whole dispensary tour because you know we finna yeah, be in and out. Yeah, and they the have building. black, they have black dispensaries too. And the cool, the cutest part was just seeing Claude barefoot, okay, on my porch smoking <laughs> and rocking back and forth on the rocking chair. Content, <laughs> content. I mean, he looked like he was just happy with life. And I said to him, "Ain't life grand?" He was like, "Child." <laughs> That's all you need nowadays. Like, for real, for real. So, I'm happy he got that piece of peace. That is funny to me. Yes. You know, he looked like an old Jamaican man. I was looking at him because I had to water my front yard because we're going through a bit of a heat wave. And me watering my front yard, you know, and then watering all the flowers. And then he's sitting there rocking. I was like, look at us. Look at us. (laughs) (laughs) hilarious okay so damn cute honestly but i had to tell you that story so can't wait for y'all to visit so i can give y'all the experience but that's it hey hbcu fam get ready to turn up the energy mcdonald's and the thurgood marshall college fund have one million dollars in scholarships at 53 hbcus for 66 brilliant students this year you could be one of them but time is running out. Did we mention the $1 million in scholarships? Apply by March 27th at tmcf.org.
The South Dakota Stories, Volume 5. South Dakota seemed like the perfect place to unplug. But I ended up connecting to the world around me. A world where each sunset was painted. Where I felt adventures pulse with every step. And where cold water trickling, pine swaying, and grunting bison became my favorite soundtracks. I just wish I didn't have to leave. There's so much South Dakota, so little time. I'm in the zone. This week's episode is a Dustin Ross production. We have no idea. He looked at me like, it is? I've been preparing for days, and I still feel like that every time you say it for mine, I'll be like, oh, damn, it's Right? Mine. Every like- time you're like, shit, man, hope I got my shit together. So <laughs> let us know what we're getting into this week, Dustin. This week we're going to talk about some things that's been going on. Oh, God, I'm okay. scared. And just, just get your thoughts on it because we ain't talked about this shit. Now, do you all know, and if you're listening, you answer in your car or wherever you're at. I'm talking to you too. Um, <laughs> do you guys know what the Leaders of Tomorrow International Ministries Church is? No. no. The Leaders of Tomorrow International Ministries Church. Well, first of all, I don't know how international it is because it's in Canarsie. So it's it's, it's in Brooklyn. Okay. <laughs> Oh wait, is this um the homeboy that got robbed? Oh, so you had have you heard? That's exactly who this is now. Because I wouldn't have known the spot, but I mean he's been all over, so I figured when you said Canarsie, it triggered. Mm-hmm. It triggered. That's it, ain't that funny? You associated that, that. You thought about Canarsie mm-hmm. and him. Mm-hmm. Now, no shade, because I no, live near I there, but that's Canarsie. why I know. But right. yeah, but we just you know we know what mm-hmm. we know. Okay, so. Mm-hmm. This church is called the Leaders of Tomorrow International Ministries. It's in Canarsie in Brooklyn. And um, according to the New York Times, you know, there was footage of a church live stream that they were broadcasting where they were robbed. Okay. Um, The leader of the church is Bishop Lamar Whitehead. Okay. L-A-M-O-R. So they said, I'll see your Lamar and I'll raise you. You know, (laughs) so so Lamar. So so, (laughs) Bishop Lamar Whitehead. Now he is somewhat of a public figure at this point, prior to even this robbery um, that we're going to talk about here today, because we're definitely (laughs) going to talk about it. But prior to that robbery, Bishop Lamar Whitehead was a bit public. He was known for he first of all he has 1.6 million followers on Instagram. Okay, wow, yeah, a tastemaker. He is uh, (laughs) he is um, (laughs) he is known for and most of his content on his Instagram page is compiled of him uh, in uh, logo heavy luxury, um, you know, sportswear and or formal wear. Um, He definitely is a a collector of luxury vehicles. You know, he's been seen driving Rolls Ooh, Royces, okay. Bentley. Sorry, his know, real estate video stuff. just came up. <laughs> he makes it, he makes no, um, he's very unapologetic about his lifestyle. And it's something that has been caused for a conversation amongst a lot of different people because his church is located in the neighborhood that is not um, the most affluent, you know? And they mm-hmm. are, of course, you know how church works. People tithe and give from what they have and now you know he has it and so shit the the video that's going around again there was a service at his church recently where he was in the pulpit now when i say the pulpit let's dial back a little bit 
you would think, you know what I'm saying, that if a motherfucker is riding around in Rolls Royce Cullinans and Lamb, Lamb trucks, you know what I'm saying, and Bentleys, everything is Gucci or Fendi. He has so many pictures where he is completely covered in Fendi Decked prints. Out. Fendi prints. Fendi prints on. Okay, like he has them all. <laughs> Gucci, everything. Motherfucker looked like Sheree. He had a Gucci suit no. just like the one Sheree had on. No. Um, all of the things. And his wife as well. You know, she do her thing too. Um, but you would think that that same abundance, abundance, Fran, <laughs> mm-hmm. abundance and grandeur, okay, would be reflected in the design, the maintenance, the upkeep of, of the church right. home, the place of worship. When he got robbed, they had it looked like a, a printed out. Think Kinkos, think FedEx, think like you know you go get it, go get the go get print, you you print it. Okay, and he had something like that with some logos and shit on it, some tacked up pieces of fabric draped on these things. And it literally looked like the bare bones minimum that you could do to create a stage or a pulpit in a a space. Okay, that's what he was preaching from. And so uh, as he was up there preaching, embarrassing, he he was saying, how many of you have lost your faith because you saw somebody else die? He says that, right? Mm. And then he just abruptly stops in the video and he notices, according to what we, we see, he notices somebody walking into the church or something that is out of the ordinary for, for the procession of the services at that point, right? So he lies down on the ground and one of the guys can be seen pointing a gun at his back and beginning to remove his jewelry. Now, he told people that the robbers also pointed a gun at his wife and their eight-month-old baby girl. Mm. Here's where things get a little bit tricky, right? And Asante, have you heard anything about this case at all this week? Okay, Mm -hmm. this is your first time hearing this. first time. Fran, you're a little bit familiar with this, too. Yeah, I've seen his his press tour. So... (laughs) (laughs) See, this is why. So, okay. Like Oprah... (laughs) so (laughs) initially there were reports that it was you know uh, $30,000 worth of jewelry that was taken you know then it became $400,000 of jewelry that was taken from him and his wife at this setting and now people are saying it was a million dollars worth of jewelry that was stolen from him and his wife in the the church service one million dollars worth of jewelry I, I think we got to imagine it because I don't believe they had motherfucking asses had on a million dollars worth of jewelry. This shit sound like an insurance scam. I'm trying to be fair and objective Woo. and offering up the, the details of just letting you all come to your own conclusions. But it, to mm-hmm. me, this just seems a little fishy. Okay. And I know, I know them Jesus people, they use that fish as a symbol. You ever seen that? They use that fish for Christ. I know this seems a little fishy. <laughs> Anyway, the robbers made off with all this large amount of money's worth of jewelry or whatever after they took his chains, his watch, his wedding band, and his cross, as well as jewelry from his wife, um, the New York Police Department said in a statement to Insider. This I'm I'm tapping some of these effects from Insider.com. Shout out to Insider. I actually did a piece for them. Um, they were so lovely. Shout out to Insider. Um, <laughs> but the robbers made off with all that jewelry. He told um, the local news that the robbers may have known about his additional jewelry beneath his clothes from watching his past videos. And he said, quote, I had chains underneath my robe and he started tapping my neck to see if anything else. So that means they knew they watched and they knew that I have other jewelry. He said, 
Now, at the current time, these robbers are still at large. And the NYPD said that the gunman entered a white Mercedes Benz after the robbery and were last seen traveling eastbound on Avenue D. And no one was injured during the robbery. What do you guys think? You know, like you said, friend, he's going on to do a press tour, you know, post this experience. Um, and he said that this is an example of how the devil moves and the devil don't care. He sent those people um, and he pushed back against their criticism of his flashy lifestyle from most people who know what's going on. And he said that that his flashiness was about him purchasing what he wants to purchase. It's his prerogative to purchase what he wants to purchase if he worked hard for it. So let's put a pin in it right there. And you guys tell me what you think. I mean, at the end of the day, I agree mm-hmm. that it is his prerogative as an adult to purchase what he wants to purchase. Mm-hmm. Now, as a man of the Lord <laughs> and a place of worship <laughs> and community, like you said earlier, if this abundance is not reflected in your place of worship within your community, and I can't speak to that because I don't even know, mm-hmm. you know, the people that attend, but I'm going to assume <laughs> that they like is this abundance being poured into community initiatives? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Is it, are there funds uh, or grants for kids that might need scholarship help? You know, to me, mm-hmm. it's like, yes, you, you want to buy a Benz or whatever you absolutely should, mm-hmm. but when does it turn into exploitation when your lifestyle is far, 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 far mm-hmm. <laughs> removed from the lifestyle, the lifestyle of what would they be called? Parishioners? I don't yes, know if that's parishioners. The that's correct. Your parishioners. Like, when do we have that conversation? That's the part that to me starts looking a little bit tricky, you know? And I'm not saying. Up off the damn floor. Why the fuck <laughs> you have all that damn jewelry on anyway? My broke ass sitting up here tithing and you, you know up what there I'm flossing. So yeah, and, and, and not to say that it's, you know, he has to take on the problems of every single parishioner that attends. I'm not saying that. That's mm-hmm. not an expectation. But I just feel that if community, which is what I would think someone who chooses to take on that leadership role, if yes. community is what you're there for, I would think that the community would be in a position of success and thriving as well to a certain capacity, you know, to a certain level, if that makes sense. So that's my issue personally. And, you know, the whole thing of people saying it was a scam, he just seems so defensive Mm -hmm. in these interviews. I saw him completely disrespecting a woman that I believe it was like, yeah, like calling her out her name, talking about how she looks. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was so uh, shocking. Mm-hmm. I sh- maybe I shouldn't say shocking because I don't know this man. So, but shocking considering his role. Actually, I think this is a perfect time to play the clip. We're actually going to mm-hmm. play the clip of him of what you're talking roll, about. Roll that beautiful, roll that beautiful bean footage. Now, to give context, um, this this was a clip between an Instagram live of. This pastor, okay, it was an Instagram live between, or not pastor, excuse me, he the bishop, uh, Bishop Lamar <laughs> Whitehead, 
Larry Reed, who is a very popular YouTuber who has a very popular YouTube show called Larry Larry Reed Live, um, mm, okay. who is known for offering commentary on matters related to the black church, news related to the black church and church mess in general. That's what Larry Reed talks about. Not church mess. Is that it really? Is. <laughs> I love that. That is absolutely what he talks about. And then the other lady that was at the bottom, I'm looking for her name now. She's a pastor as well. I believe it is Genesis something. That's her name. It's Genesis Hell. But um, <laughs> yeah, but here it is right here. This is Larry Reed um, in conversation with the Bishop Lamore Whitehead and the lady Genesis something. And I want you guys to hear what he had to say. Wow, this is blowing. Mind blowing. Larry, Larry, you're ugly. Oh, let's talk about that. You're ugly. Let's talk about that. You're a beast. Okay. All right. You and Benjamin Franklin down there and Big Smallstown <laughs> down here. Right. You're a beast. All right. You okay. are ugly. Okay. You're a you're ugly. Okay. You're an ugly homosexual. Right. You you said you're a homosexual. That's what you said. No, you I didn't say that. Fat. You did say, say that. that. You said it. You said it. You said it. You did say it. You did say it. You didn't listen. You, you were just quoted say I said whatever you, you want to say. Don't make it. You true. quoted. You quoted that you took nuts in your mouth. That's what you quoted. You quoted that. You that quoted was because I was molested, nigga. No, 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 no. I have no, not no, willingly no. taken no nuts don't in my mouth. Now. But don't you was in now. prison, so how many nuts don't, you don't, took in your mouth? That's what you I want to know. I want to know how many nuts you took in your, your mouth and your why chin. you couldn't keep your you purse nuts. That's what I want to know. Dunk went off of your chin, okay, on purpose, all right? And that's right. That's right. So what you heard. I can't. He said he was an ugly homosexual. That's what he called. That's what that's what the pastor called Larry Reed, and he called the lady, the other pastor, Genesis lady, Benjamin Franklin. Benjamin I'm assuming Franklin. because he also was calling her like Biggie Smalls and making references to her. Oh weight. yeah, there was that wasn't even the clip yeah. I saw. That's the sad part. The clip mm. I saw was his focus solely on the woman, mm -hmm. and he was uh, calling her on her complexion, her weight, her mm -hmm. hair. I mean, you name it, he went he got really low with it so that's what shocked me it's just like i don't know <laughs> i don't yeah. even have the words <laughs> yeah. but you're a leader you know in your community well that's how he's responding to people and the reason that he had that reaction to them was because larry reed and that pastor lady genesis or whatever they were offering commentary just like we are on this situation as it was being reported and they were asking mm -hmm. questions and alluding to certain things and they were making jokes about the way the church looked and shit, you know what I mean? And he didn't like that and he responded that way um, by directly making personal attacks and he said that he was so passionate about it because his his daughter and his wife had a gun put you know pointed at them which if this is really what happened I can totally understand that you know it's not something that you want somebody to make light of but you're a public figure and you're a pastor and people are going to talk about this because your ass was live streaming it in the first damn place. And now it's made all this news and you've been speaking to media outlets and to the news, issuing statements to the NYPD. People are going to have something to say. Mm -hmm. And that is a less than, you know, godly reaction to me. But, you know, people just people are people. And like they say, you're still a man under that robe. They say that to excuse you know, mistakes that pastors and stuff make. But right. I, and not you know, saying that true. a pastor is supposed to be a perfect human being, but right. I feel like is is your work and your faith not supposed to be an example of how to move during moments of distress? Like, isn't that what you're literally all about? So it's just a little bit off-putting the way he's doing this. Well, 
This man also, is a scammer. <laughs> also, there was a parishioner named Pauline Anderson who sued Bishop Whitehead in September of 2021, alleging that she gave him 90K, $90,000, 90 racks, right? Jesus to help Christ. her buy a home after she told him that she had poor credit. Now, sidebar. Oh, no. He is often um, promoting his real estate businesses. And what I will say is I've seen videos of him offering to share knowledge as far as, you know, his savvy, his real estate savvy, you know, or whatever with whoever wants it. I've seen him, you know, offer that, but that is the extent. I haven't seen any other. And I'm not saying he's not doing anything in this community because I literally don't know. I didn't research that, mm-hmm. but that is what I did see. Um, mm-hmm. So back to this situation, though, it sounds like per the court documents that she sued him and alleged that he kept the $90,000 and lined his pockets for his failed political campaign when he ran for Brooklyn Borough president in 2021. So that's what she's alleging that he took that money and did that. Anyway, she said that um, he helped her get in touch with two lenders who said her chances of securing a mortgage were really low because of her poor credit. And then um, the the bishop asked her to move her retirement savings into her personal bank account and offered her a deal. So that's what she's alleging in that that lawsuit. So there's a $90,000 lawsuit out there that alleges that he's a scammer as well. In addition to people having a lot of questions about him flaunting his lifestyle and stuff. So where do we go with this? You know what I mean? People are obviously digging and digging and looking and looking for more things um, that will kind of lean one way or the other and identifying his character, you know. But I guess the Mm -hmm. question becomes, what's wrong with flossing if you are a pastor? What's wrong with, you know, living the big dog life if you are, if that's what people are giving to you, if your parishioners are offering those funds to you, what's wrong with that? Is it, what's going on with this $90,000? Do you know what he- he use the money for the campaign or no? He, can, right. can I just offer this quote up? Because mm-hmm. this was funny. I wear what I wear to encourage people, not laugh at people. My community work speaks for itself. He uh, further goes on to say, he shouldn't be judged on his appearance and he has multiple streams of income and he does not get a church salary. So I guess he's trying to make it seem like he's just doing all, like he, he acknowledges that he's like this, but I feel like he's a scammer because the video that I watched or I was watching rather <laughs> while you were talking, there was a video on his house and the house uh, was purchased in 2019 for 1.6, 1.7 mil. And the house that they're showing is like bare bones on the inside. So it's like interesting to me that they wear these like expensive clothes. They claim that they have a million dollars worth of jewelry that was stolen and they're not even dressed in their house. Maybe it was one of his stage houses or whatever. I'm not even sure. But I just feel like when you're a bishop or, you know, someone in a high position in church, you are a leader. And if you choose to lead with your high fashion and, you know, your fancy houses and stuff, you want to say that's encouragement like really own that, but he's not doing that. It's not like he dresses that way when he does. Well, I mean, again, this is just my first day of hearing about the Bishop. So I ain't never been to a service, but I doubt he's ever done a sermon where he's like, you know, y'all see me up here dressed like this. I want y'all to be great like this. Like I just, he doesn't give me that vibe. Like he actually does care. So all this that I'm hearing about him stealing money, it all just feels like, all right, well that seems right in line. Like even comment on the lawsuit about the woman trying to take the 90, uh, about the $90,000. He's saying, um, what did he call it? He said it's a fictitious claim against him, and they uh, gained a victory because uh, there was some other proceeding that happened where on Friday apparently a judge denied a motion for the woman's default judgment since he wasn't um, since Whitehead didn't answer the complaint. 
Yeah, and what he said about the money was, according to texts that were shared in the actual lawsuit, he said, quote, and for the record, comma, anything that was given to me is a donation unless it's attached to a contract, exclamation point. Oh, no. I was making See, investments. That's what I do gay. with an exclamation point. That's what he said in response uh, in a message to the lady who uh, was just according to the court documents or whatever. Um, and, and she said she never received a contract. And that's why they're at the that's place. Sad and, and tricky. Yep. Yeah, um, so it's just, it gets really messy. It involves the lady's son. I don't want to really get into that part, you know, but he made comments Mm -hmm. about our son's behavior and all this stuff, and that's why they're at. Um, He also said that um, the focus on his lifestyle post this robbery incident is because of his race. He said, oh, my God. Oh, brother, don't, don't, don't do that. Don't have us looking crazy out here. (laughs) Leave us out of it. He said, Leave why do we always got to tear black men down? As soon oh, as a black man God. has on a tailored suit, he's a criminal. This is what he said, quote. He said, my wife has not stopped crying. My daughter has not stopped crying yet, which she's eight months old. So don't all eight months old be crying all the time. <laughs> that's why I was like, what is you talking about? You got an eight month old baby. She, that's all happening. she do is cry. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, But anyway, my daughter hasn't stopped crying yet. My members haven't stopped crying yet. Nobody's empathizing with my church. That's what he said. And that's where we're at with this whole situation. So I think if anything. And it's not about his race. Because mm-hmm. I felt that way Joe. even with the white pastors. Okay. You know, I Joel feel that Osteen way about. Joel not letting nobody Joel in the Osteen. damn church during the, um, during the floods. And, and then the, they find money in a wall or something. Like, like $600,000. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> they found money in a wall. <laughs> you know. I don't want none of them Smart. God goons. <laughs> Everything so. we said before this was alleged. No, oh, but, this shit um, is alleged. Okay, the alleged episode. I remember I went to church with Maya like mm-hmm. years ago in LA. It was one of those sceny, mixy churches mm-hmm. that LA Hillsong. people like to go to. I was just about my, to say it like too. that. <laughs> very, very Hillsong. And I remember thinking, this is odd. Like the preacher had like gel in his hair. His hair yeah. was like spiked up. Skinny he had jeans. like a motorcycle jacket, Jordan, skinny jeans, like a rapper chain. More power to him, you know, because I will say the the church itself was also really nice. So mm-hmm. you can tell he invested back money into that. But I just was like, what is this new wave of like cool pastor? <laughs> not hey. saying that you can't be because that's obviously not the point. But I, I do find it interesting when pastors want to be more relatable, mm-hmm. you know, like what that starts to look like. It starts to look like it's 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 similar to and akin to how I won't say any names, but there's a certain mayor that is always at social. Oh funds. my god! Like I mean, like with Perfect the celeb with every celebrity example. You know what I mean? But then mm-hmm. goes on to say how you know restoring the blue force is what it's all about, and we need to crack down and you know uh, driving mm-hmm. steamrolling over bikes, motorbikes, and shit. You get what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So it's just not, yeah. it ain't, it's just not the math ain't The math ain't mathing. It's not. Yeah. And what's really even more crazy, y'all, is that I was reading this. I was like, damn, from a, just looking at this for what it is, I could totally be a mega church pastor. Totally. <laughs> you talking about moving the crowd. I would make them people feel so good every damn week. Why not? But I just could not do that because I don't have, I don't have that, you know, I ain't, 
I ain't been sitting here in my room watching TV and then heard somebody say, Dustin, you need to preach. <laughs> As I haven't had the calling, you know what I'm saying? Right, so like, right. that ain't my thing. And I respect those that it is, but yeah. it's not mine. But I was just thinking like, damn, this shit, people really be getting into this shit to like do business. Mm-hmm. And I was going to say, that's the difference between you and a lot of people. You respect it as a calling and there are people that view it as a business. And that's not to say that there isn't a business of, of church. It, because every, absolutely you know, is. Yeah, there are bills that have to be paid. Like, I get that it's still a business that has to run, you know, in a certain degree. But come on, we know exploitation when we see it. And oh, that's not what that 100,000%. is. 100,000%. I also you- feel like, real quick, you know what I'm saying? I also feel like... People who are in lead in ministry leaders in leadership positions in ministry, they should be paid well. I believe that's life saving information. It's for a lot people. of work too, and it's a it's whole a lot, of lot of work. You have yeah. to really, really tap into people. I believe mm-hmm. that you should be paid very. Well. I think they should be rich. I do, but I, I don't agree. think it should come from people who are not. Who are I not? I think that yeah, that exactly. is where the imbalance takes place. Asante, you were about to make your point. No, I was just gonna say. Um, you know, back to what Fran was saying earlier about the Hillsong type uh, pastor. Mm-hmm. That's what I think about too. Like sometimes people like that, and maybe because I don't know, I don't, you know, I don't really church well. And that's for me because I don't really church. I feel like some people <laughs> growing up in the church was maybe like, you know, church would be so much better if it was this way or that way. And like then you come out with these like cool pastors that got these callings and they feel like they don't belong in certain places, but they built these new places where people that other people that feel like they don't belong can go and be outliers together. So I think it's beautiful sometimes when I see churches like that, but mm-hmm. I am also a little wigged out. I'd be a little bit like, well, is this like, you know, y'all just partying up in here pretending this church or what's going on? Cause sometimes <laughs> them churches be lit and I'd be like, this is a little like, I, like, I, like I might as well be up at the, the in P Valley. It's a party. Okay. It's cause like it's crazy. Everyday, everyday yes. people, the church right. edition. Like, so, it really is. Like, like we know in the black church, how it get crunk, but like in a whole different kind of way, but at some of these new churches, it'd be like the club and they'd be trying to make, get it crunk. I'm like, this is kind of weird. Club but, okay. plays top 40. Right. <laughs> like, you know how the Christian rappers used to be like super relatable and like Kiss Christian FM. rock. So like, <laughs> it was edgy for like uh, gospel music to be like for, uh, what was that group? Uh, Switchfoot. When someone yes. told me that they was a Christian band, I was like, oh, that makes sense. As you I've know? been singing my heart out to Meant to Live, I never knew that until recently. Like, I love Meant to Live by Switchfoot. When Switch I found Foot. out that whole first of all I had, I had a little mini display and I listened to the whole album like when it came out then I was like this is a Christian group and like it made sense listening to their music but the type of music they were making didn't feel like Christian like for like whatever Creed, reason right like Creed right exactly so it was, just, it was just super crazy that like it's, it's cool when I see stuff like that like even I'm though not open yeah <laughs> even though I'm not called oh lord uh, here we go <laughs> Hell yeah, I love that. I love that. He was one of them singing ass white people like (laughs) Christina Aguilera, Tina Marina, you know, the white people that Mm -hmm. can get in there and get with it. Him, Daughtry, that's a singing ass white man too. And they want us to do a white man, a, a white radio episode. I saw that tweet. Somebody oh, said I saw part two. We, oh, I started yeah, to do it today, but I feel like that, that needs to be an episode. More time. Do. Yeah. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. But yes, go ahead. No, perfectly well-rounded <laughs> points. It's just really cool because for me, even though I'm not called to church or like the gathering with people, people of different walks of life calling other people that feel like they didn't belong. I think that's super dope. I don't trust it. 
I don't want nobody in my damn business like that. I'm damn sure <laughs> not about to be feeling obligated to tell you what I did wrong. Like, you know how in some church um, organizations you have to do that when you see it, you have to go ask for forgiveness and all that shit. I'm grown in the I'm not doing none of that. And But I respect <laughs> it for the institution that it is and what it Same. means to others. I have very close friends that are like family who are very into church. And I respect that and I'll make space for them completely. You know what I'm saying? They don't bother me. I don't bother them. We love each other. That's all we do. (laughs) But they, but they speak on it too. You know, they speak on it too. So then, and, and, and I just, I understand the value and the traditions that are presented in that. when you grow up that way and that means something to you and you feel it, you fit. You know, you feel like, like you have to do that. I respect mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. I just ain't got to do it. Yeah. I'll be sleeping in I on Sundays and getting up going to brunch and day parties. Because I, because I feel we like... Have, we have that respect for our friends, and that's why it's beautiful when we see them be their full selves and talk about church and, like, going every week and doing all that. But then that's why we, we can appreciate them so much. That's why we can be annoyed and upset when we see somebody like this bishop running off with people money and then trying full to do the media shit. train and just giving us all this BS. Because it's like... We don't want to, like, that shouldn't even, you shouldn't even be doing what you're doing, sir. So it's just, like, super upsetting when that happens. He yeah. cussed their ass out. He called Larry Reed ugly multiple times. He said he was ugly. so childish. Called him a homosexual, then used the F word, which I'd have been like, you won. You got on, you got on Sheree's suit. I see me. <laughs> I'd have gave you 66 books in that Bible. I'd have gave him 66 reasons. I'd have went the fuck off, but... <laughs> That's now what me. what you would have did if he said he liked Sheree and then he would have quoted Sheree like, you better hope you look this good. I'd have been like <laughs> <laughs> And oh, there's the prophecy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> like, past, there's the word. Okay. Friend, on, on this past Sunday, uh somebody was this this past Sunday or the Sunday before, uh somebody was talking about Sheree and Sheree said, You better hope you look this good at my age. Yeah, she, 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 she says she's old and cold. Old and cold. She does look good. Old and cold. But that Sheree in my told me she was old and cold. I'd have been like, that's exactly what you was when your ass was sitting outside in Philly and Tyrone stood you up. You was old and cold <laughs> outside. Oh, no. That's why I don't think, you know what I'm saying? I, I don't need to be in that environment because I'm going to react and I'm going to respond. And Ooh. it's just not like, you know. But anyway, I just wanted to pick you guys' brain about that. I love talking to you about current events like this and whenever we can, you know, story. dog out to church. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just playing. Joke, 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 joke. I would joke, love joke, to joke. hear from our listeners, too. Maybe we have listeners that are his parishioners. I would never love know. to. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'd love to because maybe we're not getting the full picture. Uh-huh. I, you know, we also have to be aware that we do not know this person. We've yeah. never been to this church. This is totally us assuming but uh i'd love for people that we know in the new york area or canarsie or you know whatever the case may be mm-hmm. to write in and tell us maybe he is doing community projects and initiatives and grants and funding and put us on maybe it is international <laughs> you know, know maybe it is international. maybe the ministries are international i know he international because they be traveling Going on trips and shit. Fabulous. Oh, that's where that money be going. Lifestyles okay. are rich and famous, baby. Because if you're not going to their house, trip. I'm going to send okay. you the video afterwards. Six star. Like, what? what Beyonce say? Six star pit suites. That's what, that's what they be in. Okay. Cozy. Okay. okay. Cozy. Cozy. <laughs> no, but I'd love to hear y'all thoughts, especially those of you that are churchy. Mm-hmm. Like, how do y'all feel about your pastor <laughs> driving a Bugatti? <laughs> 
Ooh, exactly. I'd like to know. The Bugatti Bishop. And again, <laughs> I want to be clear. I don't think there's nothing wrong with them being rich. I think they should. Because no, not at all. You're really doing it for real. And it's really your life's and work. changing lives. Changing mm-hmm. lives. Helping Man, members listen. of the community and shit. You need to be rewarded with a life Taking of luxury. You need to. Mm-hmm. So I'm a person who thinks that. they should be balling, but you just got to do it with integrity. Damn. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You can't be hustling motherfuckers in the congregation for $90,000. Like, come on, you know? So that's all. Loved that we were able to have this discussion about it because this is what, this is a moment where we get to be messy and it's okay. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yes. So I was okay. glad we got to yes. do that with each other. Nice yes. and it's Thank okay. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, I was really scared you was going to ask about something else. Since that's why I was like, oh shit, what we mm-hmm. talk about this week? But I'm not going to say it because I don't want to say it. I hate that because now like you, like, you have to say it now. Like, no, what I is don't. it? Like, we want to know. We want to know now. The audience wants to know. You're making going to bring up the Khalees. The Khalees and Beyonce beef. See, I knew that's oh, what he thought man. it was. <laughs> we love them both. So let's bring in the wind chimes. <laughs> not Just make sure off. you call Khalees first before you bring in the wind chimes. Make sure you call oh, Khalees, baby. Oh, my God. Oh, she don't get her... Her sharecropping oh ass. Oh if, you God. if you goddamn field head, if you don't get your ass back out there at that farm and, no. and, and toll and till the land no. and leave Beyonce alone, talking about she's stupid. Kalise oh the one made it nasty. You know, I love Kalise. Let me be clear. Wait, 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 wait. When did she call her stupid? She said it was stupid. And, and, and what did she say it was? Disrespectful and stupid. It, what she said was what Beyonce did was stupid and okay, disrespectful. Okay, I'm like, wait a minute. But, but the way she said it, she, she was like, I'm about to tell you, because the way she said it, she was like, and and and, and not Beyonce, even though it was Ooh. stupid and disrespectful that she did it, that's what that's how she said it. So okay. it was like she was calling her stupid. She just got not nasty. It was like she got nasty with it, and I was just like, "Damn, Khalees, I fuck with you, and I would defend you." You know what I'm saying? In any other situation, but you're tripping. I love Khalees, and she is the blueprint for a lot of people. Several, like, you can't we can argue. Never that. take that away from her. I even understand a lot of her anger yes. and how you know she was expressing being young. We've heard it before. How predatory the music mm-hmm. industry mm-hmm. is, especially when you're young. We just saw a story with Fabio Foreign talking about Mace giving him five thousand dollars to sign a contract, and that Mace is still making money off of Fabio today. Like that's fucked up. And w- and when they pulled up on Mace, he said Puffy 2.0. Like, so he made it a joke, you know? That just goes to or show what is how he, What else move. is Mace? What else has he been and moonlighted oh, ass in life? Oh, yeah. Yep. <laughs> Look at that full yep. circle moment. <laughs> yep. But just, you know, so I, I'm not going to knock Khalees for her feelings. I'm not going to knock her for highlighting the predatory behavior that does happen. Now, where the conversation has gone... I don't know because yeah. <laughs> this sounds personal. Yeah. You know, like maybe there's shit behind the scenes that has gone out. And that's the thing too. A lot of times we don't even know the shit that has gone down behind the scenes. So I'm not speaking on shit that I don't know the full story of. That's, that's just why I'm going to leave it. That's why I was just Because I know how watch. ugly artists are and producers and writers. Mm-hmm. And there's mm-hmm. a lot of ugly shit that goes down. That's why I was so disappointed she feels to watch that strongly. Too. Yeah, She's and, step back. Because <laughs> I want her to, I, you know what? I want to give Khalees to feel as a uh, room to feel as upset as she needs to. You know what I'm saying? But it's just unfortunate because there's so many things that have happened behind closed doors, and people aren't going to be able to 
really empathize, but she was so upset. <laughs> you I know, mean, when she like, was triggered. Like, like, girl, you shouldn't have put, you should have, you know, watched this back a little later and, you know, addressed with a, a cute note if you wanted to or something afterwards. But she called everybody sheep and like all that. And it was just like, like. Yeah, she was hot though, because the, yeah. the beehive was leaving comments with the bees. You know how that starts. But so that just, she opened the door to all tricky. of that. Right. And this is where the, this is where it gets tricky for me because like Mm -hmm. we wouldn't have commentary on it. You know what I'm saying? If she didn't didn't bring it to us, she brought it to social media by responding in comments. Nobody, in fact, the message was beautiful. You know what I'm saying? We didn't know that the business wasn't right behind it on her end. Right. The message that she responded to on Instagram and all that. Yeah. They were celebrating her contribution to the album because Beyonce on her website, she she credited all these people that, you know, were part of the project or their work was sampled and, you know, interpreted, interpolated or whatever. And so Mm -hmm. when they posted that and were like, wow, it's so dope that she sampled Khalees's work or whatever, Khalees got in them comments talking about it ain't dope, it's theft. And then, like, just got nasty with it. And so that and how you think Beyonce fans on the eve of her album release <laughs> are gonna go. Are yeah. gonna respond. And then after that, he then she takes it a step further and makes a video talking cash shit. I said what the fuck I said and da, 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 going off. And I'm like, damn, this is it's unavoidable at this point. Like she's talking about her Pharrell not being cool, and then called Chad. Uh, I just an wish. That, oh, she called Chad. <laughs> like she really, she I mad see. as fuck at him now. Like <laughs> they might find like, like, this. Like whoa, I was wait, like, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> when she said she don't know how Jackie. Like you know what? Like, I know she was praying. I was like, <laughs> dude, that's what I'm saying. Khalees, I, I want her to have the room to be upset. You know what I'm saying? There's just so many things. I just don't want to no, be got, in the room. <laughs> that's oh, all I'm saying. Like, you have yet. the room to be upset. I just don't want to be in the room with you. That's all I'm saying. Because then I'm gonna have something to say. And especially when we're talking about somebody like Beyonce, who we're all sensitive about. You know what I'm saying? Like Khalees, yeah. we we ride for you. People have we ride for Khalees, and and now it's opening the door to these ignorant ass young fans who don't know shit about who Khalees who really is her. and yeah. what she All really right. how dope as fuck she is, and they're being so flagrantly disrespectful right now. But it's that part you open the door, yeah. the barn door on the farm, <sighs> and so I just feel like you know what I'm saying, like. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. know. This why I, I, hope, I ain't saying that. I hope nothing. it gets. I hope it gets resolved. You Me, know, in well, a way it that, like it that has. makes. You see what happened today? Damn, I should play the breaking news thing again. Because y'all see <laughs> oh, what happened. You see what happened? The sample was removed, right? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> I, I was rolling. I tweeted it too. I was like, Beyonce said, "Quote, forget you then." <laughs> <laughs> Beyonce was like, forget you then. <laughs> Took that shit right off that record. Like, especially Ooh. when you like, I know Beyonce. <laughs> so I was like, she so sent why the milkshake back. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, like, why didn't you call her <laughs> before you did all this? Well, because she said she felt like it was something that needs to be spoken on in general. Yeah, like, it wasn't the, just this she situation, to speak on, like, the but just the situation too. in general. Yeah. And I was just yeah. like, well, girl, this is why you should have taken a beat. <laughs> and mm-hmm. like, because when I saw that video, I was like, well, no one's gonna want to get to the meat now. of any of these things because 
you just you didn't went too far. <laughs> like, like, you know what I'm saying? That's what she cause, did. Because honestly, I watched that video. I was like, there are a lot of things that we need to unpack. But everybody else was just like, oh, FK. And I was like, well, gee, well. Oh. Did she? I saw people saying she called Beyonce satanic. Is that true? Because I didn't hear that. She I was said like, did something see about something that I didn't being see? satanic. I didn't okay, see her call her okay. satanic. But you I do know, know she also been throwing, talking shit about Beyonce for years, though. This ain't the first time oh, she's had something so negative to say in connection to, like, Beyonce. So, you know, um, it just gets hard because I really love Khalees and I really love yeah. her music, you know? And it ain't got yeah. nothing to do with me anyway, but, like, it do because we talk And about you know what I what I will say, too, <laughs> that that is tricky in the industry is, like, a lot of the more indie... Not that Khalees was even indie, because, I mean, she was... With right so but you know a smaller artist Mm -hmm. i should say up against these titans is that a lot of shit like labels producers a lot of the sneaky shit they'll take from those blueprint artists Mm to to prop up the titans a lot of times and so so that's what i'm saying we don't know yeah like look at fifi dobson how many people have taken from her and like she probably won't speak on it because it's for what at that point it's like going up against disney you know Mm -hmm. like so i can that's why i said i can understand her anger and her pain we've heard that we've witnessed it yeah we not knowing it's just like but i do wish that she had maybe spoken on a platform you know like like go on drink champs champs. (laughs) No, for real, go on a yeah. platform, you know, because the beehive is just going to run on you, <laughs> run up on you. I mean, they'll do that anyway. But I just wish there was a platform where she could have gotten her thoughts out yeah. with more depth, you know, and and, yes. and left Beyonce out of it. We didn't have to know anything about that. We, we didn't have to know. Well, I think she should speak on how she wants, but I just wish that there was a platform where she could have done that with a little more clarity. Yeah. I, would, I, would I say wish that. she could have done it. And like when she said, like you said, speaking on the issue in general, speaking on mm-hmm. the, the, the theft, as an industry, the disp- an industry wide problem. That's a different, completely different conversation that would have been heard. You know what I'm saying? Now it becomes Khalees versus Beyonce, and now it's messy and nasty because it's well, attached to this. Well, because the fans are going to do that too, though. They, well, they she also posted a video today fluffing her hair playing break my soul did you see that she's troll oh, like she's she's being she's being messy that's what i'm saying like okay. she's a willing participant in this it wasn't just Please. like she was venting like she's like she's doing this on purpose i'm like you okay not they might not break your soul, soul but they <laughs> all right you know, break you know, your instagram i'm and telling you no. <laughs> i saw the comments i said oh shit she you know tapped on the eye but you know I, like I said I wish they all work it out and figure yes, it out too. everybody with that being said let's bring in the wind chimes For real, oh wind chimes has a different feeling after last week's episode oh, yes. damn I was sitting on my on my back deck yesterday and my wind chime, the wind was blowing and I was like, oh, <laughs> now I have a whole whole different reverence than I had before. Um, but I want to I want to talk to you guys about an accidental <laughs> uh, discovery and wellness segment that um that came to mind that I was like, oh, this might be useful for someone. So okay. I have a question for y'all. When y'all are really overwhelmed with work, you know, those weeks where your schedule, it almost feels like 
when Monday hits and you see that week, you're just like, I don't know how I'm going to get through this, but I got to figure it out. Um, or even just when things are happening out, you know, in your personal life, whatever the case may be. What are the first signs for you mentally, physically, in whatever realm that you are overwhelmed, overstimulated and anxious? How does it express in you? I lose my appetite. Every time I feel like mm. I'm hungry, I start thinking about whatever I'm, I have the anxiety surrounding and I can't eat. That happens to me. That's Y'all me know too, I like to eat. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. What about you with something? Um, I start breathing a little harder and faster. No, I'm just kidding. Like, mm. like there's like a, a sensation trap, like, like kind of right in my chest and my throat. When I feel mm, like I'm starting to feel like stress. a tightness, not a tightness, but a maybe it is tight. And that's why I'm I'm like, like the, the breaths get shorter because it's like almost like, a, oh, shit. Like, like I have to <laughs> like remember you can't to breathe out. Yeah. yeah. Like I got to remember to like take a deep breath or something like that to, so I can like think even, you know what I'm saying? Mm hmm. I'm, I, I feel like I get both of those because my appetite rolls out mm -hmm. and my I feel the, the pressure that you're talking about, Asante, in my belly. Mm -hmm. It's like a tightness in my belly and I'll catch myself not breathing fully throughout the day. I'll have to be like, like, girl, mm -hmm. you know, breathe out, take a breath, like let it out, let it out. And my tummy kind of tightens. That's how I know I'm overwhelmed, overstimulated. But the biggest one for me is my sleep. Mm. When I, I'm very like fidgety and I, I don't sleep straight through the night. Like there's mm -hmm. a lot of tossing and turning. And the one that is the biggest highlight is my feet. Um, they fidget like, like I'll like move the sheet around with my feet, make my mm. feet rub together. Like yes, my feet I hate are restless. that. You know, when your feet are restless, it's mm. like they can't relax and it makes your body as a whole just feel like you are not going to relax. Tonight. That is the fucking worst. It is the worst, especially when you have a lot of shit going on and you really need your rest, especially us that we're like on camera a couple of times a week. We have campaigns that we have to look a certain way for. So here's the accident, the accidental help that I found one day. So one day, <laughs> remember I told you guys that um, I had a, an injury where I fell down the stairs and uh, bruised my tailbone back in like October and November yeah. last oh, yeah. year. Yeah. You got your BBL so after, and you was trying to yeah. act like <laughs> Right, I had <laughs> to hire my BBL. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was an injury. No, but I, <laughs> so through, <laughs> through going to my Cairo, he was telling me that the sad part of that injury is that there's really no help. But he told me I just have to go through the pain for the five months, you know? I was like, okay, I'm gonna push through. So I started researching pillows and, you know, different things that I could sleep with that will help my, uh, like, spinal alignment, you know? Because spinal alignment, obviously, is huge in how you sleep. So I was like... everything. It affects everything, you know? And your muscles and everything are trying to relax when you're sleeping. And if you're not properly aligned, everything will just be fatigued, which you can feel it when you wake up in the morning. You have all kinds of pinches and That's why I like sleeping with points. somebody. <laughs> How does that help you, Dustin? Lines my spine. It's perfect. <laughs> I love that shit. Come here and let me spoon you. <laughs> <laughs> so I was trying to find pillows that help with like 
proper posture, sleep mm-hmm. posture and sleep hygiene. And like I said, spinal alignment, right? Something that is a little more malleable, right? Mm-hmm. So that it contours to your body shape. Tons of pillows came up, obviously. I even asked on Twitter, like, do you, you know, because a reference, uh, someone referring you one that they've used to me is always a better way to find them. People were suggesting different pillows. I didn't feel that any of them were what I was looking for. And then someone um, was like, oh, have you ever heard? Someone I know was like, have you ever heard of buckwheat hulls in what? pillows? Buckwheat and I was holes like, what? in the pillow? Yeah, so I was like, I know buckwheat, right? Mm-hmm. Because I know it's a grain or grain-like uh, thing that people eat. It has a lot of potassium. We know potassium. I'm going to sound like, hey, Fran here in my YouTube days. Hey, you. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> right, let's bring it back to those days. But you know that um, potassium helps like your nerve functions. It helps your the fluids in your body. Um, it also has a lot of fiber. So if you're someone that needs to keep it regular, I get why people That's why the eat ass buckwheat. is in it. That's why the word ass <laughs> is in potassium. <laughs> it's going to make it oh, shit. Oh, and it, it also, with the potassium, regulates your heartbeat, you know? So it's really good mm. for your body. And then the fiber, if you need a little help in that department. So I get why people eat it. It's also good for, like, farm animals. Like, you'll notice they have Tell a lot these. of buckwheat that they feed. <laughs> <laughs> so I know it in that capacity, but when I heard that um, people use it for mm-hmm. bedding and pillows and mattresses, I was like, "That's that was interesting." New. So I that I was like, "Let me Google that." Um, just some background on buckwheat, right? It's a seed-like grain that's native to Asia, and the seed inside is considered a fruit, but the outside, the husk, which is what they call the hull, it's like a a shell-like casing that protects the seed, obviously, while it's growing. And that husk, that hull, once they get the seed out, they put that husk, that hull in these pillows. And then when you sleep on it, it kind of sleep on it. I can't say that without ever singing the song. Sleep on Asante. it. <laughs> I literally hear your voice in my head going, sleep on it. Thank so, you. So this show is just, <laughs> turned this into a jukebox of sounds um so i have so you put these husks in these pillows and then so think about what that must feel like right it's kind of heavy they tend to be like 12 pounds <laughs> but when you lay on it it shifts and morphs to your body's shape so it's really healthy for your posture and alignment and then outside of that it's really cooling you know, because of the husk. So you're not going to be like sweaty on your pillow. Like most of the the stuffing and down pillows that tend to get really hot in people's apartments. If you've ever laid on one. Um, so I bought one. I was like, Oh, I'm so curious how this is going to work. I'll be honest. Did not love it. <laughs> I was laying on it and it felt insane. And they said, you got to give it a couple of days See, to get had, used to it. I had questions, friend, and, and Google yeah, answered as you said that too. No, because I was going to ask you, because when you kept saying, you know, I was following and I'm following, mm-hmm. but you kept talking about the husk and the hull. And I'm like, you know, so like the shell, right? That sounds the shell, hard. The outer casing. Right. I kept thinking like, you know, like walnut shell, sunflower so seed tiny. shell. Does it No, crunch? but they're, t- they're really tiny. No, 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 it doesn't at all. Because obviously it's processed. You mm-hmm. know, they don't just take yeah. it straight off of the seed and then throw it in the, right. in the pillow. They process it and in a way that it can be used. And then it's encased in a couple of different ways. But the 
company I bought it from is called um, Cozy Pure. Mm-hmm. And they have it in like, you know, organic encasing mm-hmm. so that you don't have any, that's like hypoallergenic. So you don't have any reactions to it. So it's, you know, obviously a process for getting the whole used in a way that's safe and healthy for you is not going to crack. It actually lasts 10 years. So these pillows last longer wow. than the t- traditional pillows. And and I read a lot about people's <clears throat> experiences with it, with their alignment. And it does work for people. I just felt like it didn't work for me. I gave it the week, you know, kept laying on it. And I just felt like it's not a bad pillow, but I did, I wasn't feeling what I was reading people were feeling. <laughs> so I was like, what am I going to do with this pillow? Because it is expensive, right? I think I paid like 70 bucks for it. Mm-hmm. Definitely not a cheap pillow. So this is the accidental wellness. I put it on my feet one night. (laughs) Because of the weight of it, I was having a really anxious night. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I wonder if I put this pillow on my feet so my feet are under it. The hole is a pressure, you know, Mm -hmm. because the pillow is like 12 pounds typically. But it's not like... um, the weighted blanket where it's your whole body. Sometimes we, you know, we talked about that before. That's too much pressure for certain people. <laughs> I felt it was too much pressure for me. So I, was <laughs> right. <die. laughs> <laughs> I loved uh, weighted blankets, but over time, my body just started rejecting it. So it's like I had sleeping to in a cat scan. <laughs> you feel like you just be like, I used to sleep crazy, so that weighted blanket was everything when I had it. <laughs> it just kept me snug. I mean, that's what I'm saying. It's one thing that you have to listen to your body because for some people, it's an immediate no. For some people, right. it's an immediate yes that later turns into no. And for some people, it's just a straight yes. So listening to yourself is key. Mine, once my body started rejecting it, I gave it away. My mom actually has it now and she loves it. Uh, but the the hull, I was like, this is lighter because it's a pillow and you can like adjust it based on your needs. So I put it on my feet and I tell you, I have not had the restless feet mm-hmm. issues. It actually helps calm my heart rate, um, which is interesting because that's what eating buckwheat does <laughs> for your body. So it's interesting that I'm literally experiencing that just from it being in the pillow, mm-hmm. obviously in different ways. Um but it just has helped me so much. Like, like right now, my schedule is really, really intense. Yeah. And I'm going through higher bouts of anxiety than I normally would be going through. Um, and so I've been using it on my feet pretty much like the past couple of weeks that I've been home. And I've just been so thankful for that mistake <laughs> that I bought it for a completely different injury. And now I'm finding that it has been a game changer for my anxiety and just really calming me down at night and allowing me to relax enough, just enough to get through my sleep process. Mm, I love so that. I think it's something people should consider. I was very random. Maybe there are separate products that are specifically for restless feet, you know, but this was an accident that I literally cannot live live without like to the I point where it. i'd be thinking how can i travel yeah. <laughs> with this heavy ass pillow like, bringing me, me to the me damn some, airport uh, some buckwheat feet too shit. <laughs> <laughs> you got you got them buckwheat feet friend i love that <laughs> hell yeah it's a really cool thing honestly like i i have to sleep with it now it's not even even when i'm not anxious and i'm just 
you know, yeah, on a regular day. It's just, now. it's just nice. It's part of the thing. You know, when <laughs> I mentioned that I have very specific placements for pillows, I create a bit of a nest. Um, this is just a big, a big part of what that nest brings to my sleep hygiene. So I wanted to put that out there. They have a lot of different kinds. They have a lot of different brands. I'm just mentioning the one I bought in case you ain't trying to do all that research and want to go straight to it. It's called Cozy Pure, spelled just like that, Cozy Pure. And um, I think they only have one buckwheat pillow, but they have different shapes. I know they have like the neck pillow. They have a bigger one, a smaller one, depending on what you're looking for. Um, But that's what has been helping me for months now. And I was using it, like I said, this week. And I was like, I've never talked about (laughs) this accidental little wellness thing that I've, you know, figured out and how much it has really helped me get through these harder days, especially with the way the world is feeling now. It's like the plague every fucking week. Mm -hmm. You know, you go online, everyone's fighting, beating each other up. Always something. So always. If you're looking for a little assistance and you also have restless feet or maybe just restless body when you're trying to relax, give this a go and let me know what you think. And that's it for this week's wellness segment. Buckwheat Asante. pillow. Do you want to give it a go? Hit <laughs> <laughs> you a Thank you. pillow. Thank you for the team the song. Mr. Music Man, what you got for us this week? Real buckwheat pillow. <laughs> dong, 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 dong. Get your ass a buckwheat pillow. pillow. Get your ass up. Get your ass a buckwheat pillow. Buckwheat pillow. She got the damn pillow, put it on her feet. <laughs> she said this shit feels so sweet. She said, hello, pillow. Put my ass right on the floor. <laughs> Why somebody use that for their buckwheat company? <laughs> shit, look, we ain't finna be Kelly's up in here now. Y'all better okay. call us for real. For real. For real. <laughs> you think she went off? Look at that full circle <laughs> moment. Wait till I get in the crops. Okay. <laughs> look at that full circle moment. Speaking of full and circle. Also, like I said, sorry to, to cut you with no Sante. Um, Maybe it works for you as a pillow too. Something yeah. to consider. It just right. didn't work for me, and I wanted to be. If honest it don't work about for your that. feet, try it on your head, and maybe it'll be okay. like, oh, okay, well, actually, it is comfortable. About, you know, uh-huh. actually, I need to. Yeah, okay. but go ahead. But yes, no, it's funny that you said full circle. Now that we're at the music segment, because India Sean was uh, part of the uh, full hey. circle writing team. My bushki. Because we're here, I would like to thank everyone that came to the last wind down. India Sean was our special guest because oh, it was so much fun. She just dropped her uh, project before we go. Well, deluxe of before we go, before we go deeper. But I'm just gonna call it a project because before we go, feel separate. Even though there's some of the same songs on here with the extendo, the extendo, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, before we go deeper is a lovely project by India Sean. I had to make sure because Fran talked about it a couple weeks ago. That now that we have have now that we have have the full project again and we've had indy on the show that i just remind you all that there is still other good music that's out there and not to forget yes. it can't get lost in the fold we have to support our artists we have to support india sean so we can continue to get more visuals absolutely uh, more performances she was just at Lollapalooza out in chicago she looked great so for all of you out there that you know are just getting put on every other week every couple months whatever india sean before we go deeper 14 tracks of musical greatness go listen Tell us what your favorite tracks are and also go tell that the friend zone sent you. Now, 
now that we've got that out <laughs> the way. Beyonce has dropped her full length project, Act One Renaissance. Let's just get right into it. What is everybody's thoughts? Fran. <laughs> I love it. I, I can honestly say this is probably the album that has the most replay value for me. Mm. In her catalog. Like, I love I love Beyonce. I've been a fan since I've always said it. No, no, no. You know, the remix, the fast one, all that. But I can't say that I, like, go back and listen to all the... You know what I'm right. saying? And I'll, I have my favorite songs I'll pick and choose from different albums. But this album has so many songs that I feel that way about and something about the energy of it. I just, maybe it's because of the way the world feels right now, you know, whatever the case may be. I feel like it's going to be the album with the most replay value for me. And my personal favorite is cozy. I feel like she wrote it about me. It's my theme song. (laughs) (laughs) Literally my theme music. And I love Alien Superstar. I hope it's her next single. I think it was an incredible concept. I feel like Prince would be proud. And I want her to give it the Vanity Six, Apollonia. You know what I'm saying? That energy. And just kill us with a sickening visual, which I know she will. But I really hope that that's the next single. And I love... Yeah, it's hard because I'm like, wait, but I also love Pure Honey because mm-hmm. Sid was on I, it. I'm as glad a that you're expressing. <laughs> I'm glad that you're expressing that outright though, because I keep seeing people do these lists and placements and all that, and you know that's all fine and fun. I'm just a loser because I never want to play. But <laughs> this project, <laughs> like every time, I, I I challenged myself. Right, I was like, all right, start at a particular section and see when you don't want to play anymore. Or Oh, now I realize that the album is repeating. Let me see what song I'm going to stop at. And I never, I, I, like, it just repeats again. Like, the you entire. You feel that way. I yeah. just can't, I can't choose one because they all have such, there's so much going on in all of them. They're all such great moments that I'm not going to discredit one over the other from any of them. Like, especially since yeah. they're those, like, uh, tie-ins with some of the, ra- uh, like, the run-ins with some of the tracks. The it's transitions, like, I'm not, hell yeah. Yeah, like, I definitely... And the transitions, oh my God, that was so good. It reminds me of the reason I love Rodney Jerkins when he would work oh, with Brandy, because oh, yes. I feel like Rodney Jerkins was my yes. first experience with an album that had that type of cohesion, you know, yeah. where, like, that seamless, like, one track into another. And yep. not just in a lazy way where they'll just throw a couple sounds and then make it work it's like it feels like it was a a woven blanket (laughs) and these are all the different parts you know so like well thought out that's what it feels like this is just a well thought out album down to the ad-libs and I love it I'm I'm excited for what rent what act two and act three is you know what does that mean I agree with everything that y'all said um, I'm not a person who listens to like house and dance music normally. Mm, um, but this album ain't even about that to me. It's just good ass music. Like this is mm-hmm. well produced, well written. Um, well, it sounds good sonically. Like this shit is just good music. And I love 80s tinged songs mm-hmm. and sounding music. Always. So there's so many references on this album that sound like 80s songs that I love. When I've heard the chorus on Alien Superstar, I almost lost my mind. I literally was out of here. And then I was like, damn, imagine like if if we go from the chorus of Alien Superstar into the chorus on Sorry, because that's one of my favorite Beyonce songs Mm. of all time anyway. 
Then I started thinking about like what the tour is gonna be like, which yeah. I believe that's what Act Three is. I think I think Act One is the album, Act Two is the visual, Act two is the visual, and Act and Three, is, Act the three is the tour. Yeah, I thought that I too, but, then but I don't we know. might have it wrong because she might drop three <laughs> right. albums on our ass. Like you never Listen, know. So, either, but I love it. Honestly, I hope it is how you said only because I want Beyonce to continue the tradition of giving us full length uh, visuals. But mm-hmm. if she want to give us three albums and three visuals, I ain't going to take it down from that either. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know if that's just too much, but, you know, she seemed like she was happy to, you know, be putting music out. So, like, if you're really happy, then, you know, any visual that she's going to put out for this project is going to just hit. And I don't, of course, have no idea, no clue of what's in store. But the fact that she mm-hmm. has evolved with the art and not just giving us more of what's going on. Cause I was thinking to myself, I didn't know anything about what was going to be on this album. I was like, she got to do at least like one drill record or something crazy. You know what I'm saying? Not and, a drill record. I mean, you know, everybody was Church doing drill, drill music. So, to, I, Hey, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it was just funny. Cause everybody was doing drill music for a second. And I thought to myself, it'd be funny if she just put like one high drill record on here and be like, this is how you do drill music. Like if you're going to do it. And I would just be, I would have been crazy if she did. So if there are two more acts and a drill song happens to be on one, I would love that. But I also just, love that she decided to give us what she like Beyonce was in the studio cooking up what she wants to put out she had her vision her sound uh, shout out to Uncle Johnny thank you for thank like you. all thank of God this for the gaze. you know what I'm saying like for her to Truly. like so intricately Every put time together I sleep with one, I'll be like damn I'm so glad y'all motherfuckers like for all those songs having everybody working on them like you needed all those people (laughs) for how intricate and delicate they treated each track um wow because when we talk about those transitions right when we we talk about those transitions it's the care at the end of those songs and it's not like a five Mm -hmm. second moment it's literally even if it's 10 to 15 seconds sometimes it's still like a movie in that moment going into the next track and it's and she sounds free oh my god ad libs like she had more room to really play you know because a lot of times with certain songs when they're a little too structured you have to be very specific you know with the ad libs but it feels like at least to me how i perceive it like she had more room to really just go ham like give you full out beyonce cuz even a lot of the vocal coaches that i saw that were kind of breaking down the notes she was hitting and the runs they were like this is probably her best vocal performance i saw that i saw that take ever. too several yeah, times actually several times several coaches so mm. i was like that's great and she said it in something that she wrote that i think it was a thank yous which says she felt like very free and very creative, especially during a time where the world was in a dark place. So that's that's cool to just hear her at this age, you know, and this far in the game, 20 plus years to still feel that way about music. Yes. One of my friends went, is going horseback riding today. Literally, we talked before we got on here and I told him, I was like, see if they got that Beyonce <laughs> Shit, I wish. Can you imagine a silver-ass horse walking out the barn? I'd be like, if this... (laughs) What farm are you from? Well, we know what farm. (laughs) And you know, oh, here you go. Here you go with this farm (laughs) thread. The farmer in the Dale. (laughs) The farmer in the Dale. Please. And you know what? Shout out to Nova Wave. 
Mm-hmm. This project put me on to a songwriting and producing duo by the name of Nova Wave because I kept seeing. Oh yeah, the, I always, uh, the two I always women check on the there. credits. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes, I always yes. check the credits because I always have to know who wrote what, That'll who produced what. Friend. Yes, it's just I think you have to pay reverence to everybody in a project, even Khalees. And um, <laughs> Khalees too, you know, still mm-hmm. it was still her voice in the la la la's. Okay, her name so. Was- so Nova Wave is they had eight records on this yes. project. How, that's, that's massive. Huge. That's more Incredible. than half, ain't it? Yes. Or exactly no, half, half, actually. Exactly half. half. Um, I looked them up because Brittany Coney or Coney, I hope I'm saying your name properly. I thought she was so brilliant because she put her handle in her credits. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it I said like it, too. <laughs> it said like at shy underscore Coney, mm-hmm. and I was like, whoever this is is smart as fuck because it made me go straight <laughs> right to her there. <laughs> I, I did exactly. what I was like, well, let me go see since you know you smart. on Beyonce stuff. You know, so smart. <laughs> honestly, for this day and age, throw your handle up in that middle of your name. So Brittany Shy Coney and then Denisha or Denisha Blue June Andrews. They're this American re- record production and songwriting duo called Nova Wave, N-O-V-A-W-A-V. And they went ham on this project. They said that um, Beyonce feels like she found her musical soulmates with them. Wow. Which is like. That's why they got eight records on that motherfucker. I mean, imagine the day they found that out. <laughs> That's got to be insane. So that was cool because I never heard of them. And so now I'm curious, you know, their back catalog. They've worked with a lot of people. So I'm glad that they're getting some shine too. Yeah. Shout out to that too. Shout out to all the producers and writers. Yes. (laughs) Times two. (laughs) Right. I love it. And Sid. Sid wrote on Pure Honey, which is yes, fire. The jam. One of the good. Uh, the whole album is good. I love America Has a Problem. I love Church Girl. No. I, right. No. No. I love. Uh, <laughs> I love. Uh, I said, you know, they're using that sound now on TikTok and shit. I saw this guy coming from the gym picking up cupcakes. And she I was like, it. no. That's my no, no. That's my kind of random. Like when I first heard the first time I heard it, I was crying. I love the first song too, y'all. That shit, these motherfuckers ain't stopping me. When I heard that shit, I was like, and wait till you hear it. So have y'all heard it like out yet, like in a club or whatever? No, I haven't heard it out yet. Come on now. Wait till y'all hear that 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 motherfucking I'm that girl in the club. These motherfuckers ain't stop. And that that should be not. Just wait. It's just tribal. I love that. It's just, oh my God. I was like, give me a drum to beat. This is some good ass music, man. Shout yeah, out to I'm all happy. who were involved with the Beyonce project. Especially T.S. Madison. Especially T.S. Madison. Mm, um, I got the vinyl too. I can't wait for the vinyl to come. Yeah, just because you know how vinyl always sounds better. So. And that's like, oh, I know the album is going to sound good on vinyl. Hell Are you kidding? Yeah. Crazy on vinyl. I'm, I can't wait. I'll let y'all know. It should be here soon. They shipped it already. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> That's really all the artists that we need to mention. Now we can move on to songs to play. Um, mm. You are. <laughs> Which one? <laughs> I mean, Which look. Beyonce song. I, I, I felt like it was just going to be a battle of the Beyonce song. So yeah, just pretty much. At have, least for this week. I'm going to play a Khalees song in honor of. No, I'm just kidding. She, she, Why she not? Can, shit? She can use a stream. I'm, I actually, yeah, I music still good. Uh, Hell yeah. Um, I'm going to play Alien Superstar just because. Yes. I have to. <laughs> 
Alien Superstar by Beyonce on the Renaissance Act One album. This is how it goes. I'm one of one. I'm number one. I'm the only one. Don't even waste your time trying to compete with me. No one else in this world can think like me. I'm twisted. How contradicted. Keep him addicted. Lies on his lips. I lick it. Unique. That's what you are. Stilettos kicking vintage crystal off the bar. Category. Bad bitch. I'm the bar. Alien superstar. Whip, whip. I'm too classy for this world. Forever I'm that girl. Feed you diamonds and pearl. Oh, baby, I'm too classy to be touched. I paint them all in dust. I'm stitching with my love. Oh, baby, you are. <sighs> I mean. Oh, baby. Uh. <laughs> and didn't that sound like Prince talking in the beginning? Oh, my God. <laughs> I was like, she even at you, Nick. I was like, yeah. damn, like, <laughs> and a what? It just feels very Prince. So that's my pick for today. Just Are we only doing Beyonce songs. That's all I'm giving today. Okay, Ooh. so we just doing Renaissance shit. Well, you know what I'm finna play. <laughs> Jay-Z's wife, them kids, mama, sing, sing, Beyonce, that's it, church girl, and did you see the video of Twinkie Clark saying, thank you, Beyonce, for playing (laughs) my music, and then she started hitting that piano, Mm. I'm telling you, I love it, oh, damn, well, they all have great moments, but I'm just going to, I'm going to hit you with heated, here we go, Mm mm-hmm. Oh, he did his fire. Shout out to Drake. Renaissance. Those are our picks. 
that is really all you need to know about when it comes to music this week outside of India Sean. And mm. that there's there's so many more things that I was I could have talked about, but honestly, that was it. Um, <laughs> we are about to move on to the uh, to TV land, but right before we do, I just want to say because I, I said that I wasn't going to be able to do it. So if you made it this far in the episode, um, we should drop like an emoji. If you could drop an emoji for me, I just want to announce that this Sunday I will be doing a watch party, a Twitter watch party um, for Stars P Valley. And come on, come on. Thank you. Thank you. You can follow me at Hey Asante. That's H-E-Y-A-S-S-A-N-T-E. It'll be this Sunday at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And I will be joined by Gia Pepper, Scotty Beam, Sylvia Obel. Hell yeah. And Kimberly Foster. Hell yeah, Tay. Shout out to everybody. Thank you so much. Congratulations, my nigga. And you love the show, which Mm -hmm. makes it 10 times Y'all know how I feel about P-Valley, so it's going to be fun. We're going to have fun. Normally, I don't like live tweeting the shows that I'm watching, so the fact that that made it fun, they're like, tweet with us. I'm going to go ahead and make it happen because I always do have comments. So and we gonna, for a coin, hell yeah. Okay. <laughs> so we're going to comment as a family. So make sure that y'all are tweeting and interacting because I'm going to have to, mm-hmm. you know, talk to y'all. So it's going to be something for everybody. Make sure y'all tweet Amen. that shit. Hell yeah. Sunday. Yes. yes. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> now we can move on to TV land with Dustin Ross. Please tell us what you've been watching. Well, I've been watching P Valley. Okay. I'm behind. And I have to watch this week's episode. I'm behind on it. But speaking of P Valley, Patrice Woodbine gonna be at the club in New York on set on uh is it Friday or it's on Saturday? This Saturday. Which club? Four West. The club my friends on Four West. Yeah. Oh, Patrice Woodbine. You said Mercedes Mama? Yeah, she's hosting the club. (laughs) Yeah. I'm about to tell you right now. Hold on. Cause shout out to my boys, um, Brian and Troy that own that club. I'm dead. They are having their their one year anniversary. Hold on, I'm gonna tell you right now. Where is the damn thing at? <clears throat> Go okay. ahead, trees. Yeah, but she's definitely gonna be at the um. Here we go. It's the Four West Lounge one year anniversary celebration, Saturday, August sixth, hosted by P Valley star Harriet D. Foy, aka Patrice Woodbine. Yes. So she gonna she, she gonna be at the club. That is so funny. Okay. <laughs> I thought I thought Asante was saying Mercedes, but then he kept going. Mm-hmm. Her, no, mama. her mama. Mercedes mama. Yeah. I'll Holla, see you, Mercedes, okay. and raise you her mama. That's okay. right. <laughs> so yeah, she's That's gonna tight. be at the club. So P Valley, shout out to P Valley and shout out to Four West Lounge, black owned and operated here in Harlem. They have two clubs. One um, on 127th, which is Four West Lounge, and they also have Next. The old used to be Cantina back in the day, right there on like oh. um, ACP and 111th or whatever that is. Cute. Or, but cute. anyway, yes. So, um, yes. Yeah, shout out to them. They actually just got profiled on Fox, uh, a local Fox affiliate or whatever, and Pixel. They be on all that shit. So, black people doing the damn thing. You got to support. Go ahead. Um, so that I've been watching P Valley. I've been watching also, of course, y'all know we all been watching College Hill Celebrity Edition. And if you want to hear our commentary on that, please join our Patreon, which I we all like to call the gated community. Um, <laughs> Patreon.com slash the friends on podcast, the curly gate. All right, right <laughs> said, we getting ahead of ourselves. <laughs> I still got work to do. Um <laughs> But you can join that to find our commentary on that. Married to Medicine is a show that you need to be Ooh. watching right now. Because this season, episode four aired this Sunday, this past Sunday, episode five airs this upcoming Sunday. I say that to say it's not too late to get caught up. 
watch the first four episodes so you can watch this season in real time with us because it is so good. And I'm telling you now, next week, we're going to start doing Married to Medicine deep dives here on the main podcast. So mm. this is your your Ooh. your your call to, you know what I mean, get caught up, refresh up with whatever you need to do. Go on Peacock if you got it. Hulu, hell, I don't know. But get it, okay? <laughs> so you can watch these episodes and we can talk about it. Um I have not watched any of Basketball Wives this season, Ooh. but I did see a clip today that sort of piqued my interest, but I just don't know because there's more of the, there's just more of the undesirables than there are desirables yeah. at this point for me. You know what wow. I mean? I don't care nothing about <laughs> Brooklyn. I don't care nothing about um, British, the British story, not the people, but their stories oh. I'm talking about. You know what I mean? I don't care nothing about Brooke's story. I don't care nothing about British story. I don't care nothing about Angel Brink's story on here. You know, they're prop they're lovely women. I don't give a damn about their story to watch the show. You know what I'm saying? Um, mm-hmm. But I did see a clip that was interesting. So if you watch it and you think that I should watch it, or if you guys want to hear commentary based on it here on the main show, let us know in the tweets. Um, and I will start watching it and offering commentary on it here on the main show. I just want to make sure that we're giving a, because we do the binge over there on Patreon, and sometimes even in my warning signs episodes, if something stank ass enough happens in the world of reality TV, I'll talk about it over there. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So we just yeah. need a, a dedicated, fixed moment here in our uh, main show for, you know, television that people are actually watching. So if you watch Basketball Wives and y'all want us to talk about it here, let us tell us if y'all want us to talk about it. Let us are know. Are you watching Big Brother or no? No. No, I'm not watching that. I heard they did uh, this black girl wrong. I don't need that in my life. You know what I'm saying? I don't need that energy. I don't need to be mad at some more white people for acting a fool or mad at some more black people for being Uncle Toms. I just don't need it. That's fair. You know what I'm saying? So I'm dodging the negativity and walking up them steps that y'all post on New Year's. That's what I'm doing. So the lady walking up the steps with the bag of shit that she's taking over to, that's me. I'm walking up them steps. I'm no negativity stepping over (laughs) So you are so ridiculous. With that being said, uh, that's it for the TV land segment this week. And Fran, if you have anything else to say, then we can go on and uh, close this out. No, this just remember to catch us on Patreon, patreon.com forward slash the friend zone podcast. And Asante, remind people one more time where you're going to be with that's your right. Valley tweets. You can find me on Twitter. That's at Hey Asante, H-E-Y-A-S-S-A-N-T-E. And you can just check me out for more information on the live tweeting event that will take place on Sunday at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Love to see it. And that's this Sunday coming up, right? This Sunday coming up. That's right. Shout out to Gia and Scotty. I love you, ladies. I and love Sylvia. Jan, Sylvia, beautiful And women. Sylvia. I didn't know Sylvia was doing right? it. Shout out to Sylvia, it's too. It's the crew. It's yes. the crew. All right. Well, as always, we thank you so much for listening. We love you so much, and we'll catch you guys next week. Stay black and protect your magic. Bye.